This is KMTT, Kimitzion Tetzei Torah. Today's Thursday. And we are sponsoring a series of Shiurim by Harav Moshe Eberman on the positive mitzvot, the positive side of Shabbat. Harav Eberman. We will uh, proceed today with uh, discussing the issues of Kiddush. We will begin or discuss primarily a topic that is somewhat on the side of the center of Kiddush matters. We will um, relate to it because it is an issue that has practical ratifications and actually in the Gemara is the lead-on to one of the central issues of Kiddush. The topic we'll deal with today is the question of reciting Kiddush in Beit HaKneset on Friday night. The topic begins with a dispute in the Gemara between Rav and Shmuel. The Gemara brings Amar Rav, excuse me, Bnei Adam Shekidshu Beveit HaKneset Amarav Yedei Yain Lo Yatsu Yedei Kiddush Yatsu Those who have recited Kiddush in Beit HaKneset states Rav they have not fulfilled with this Kiddush their requirement for Birkat Bori Priyagafen, should they choose to drink wine at their meal at home, Yedei Kiddush Yatsu, but they have fulfilled their requirement to recite Kiddush, the Zachor at Yom HaShabbat Kadsho, the requirement as we spoke about in the last Shi'ur, the requirement of commemorating Shabbat of sanctifying Shabbat, of uh, praising HaKadosh Baruch Hu for instituting Shabbat, all those have been fulfilled in the Kiddush and Beit HaKneset, and there would be no further need for Kiddush Friday night. Ushmuel Amar, Af Yedei Kiddush Lo Yatsu. Shmuel states that not only do they have to recite the bracha of Bore Prihagafen when they eat their meal and choose to drink wine Friday night, but this meal would have to be preceded with Kiddush, and they could not depend on the Kiddush that was recited in Beit HaKneset. When we look at this dispute between Rav and Shmuel, it seems that the Gemara is aware of a reality that on the one hand, Kiddush is recited in Beit HaKneset, and on the other hand, in most cases, people recite Kiddush at home. The question is, halachically, whether that repetition of Kiddush at home is halachically necessary or 
does one fulfill their requirement of Kiddush when reciting the Kiddush in Beit HaKneset? Rav's opinion is that Kiddush has been, the, the mitzvah of Kiddush has been fulfilled in Beit HaKneset, and Shmuel is of the opinion that that mitzvah has not yet been fulfilled, and it need be repeated or said at home. These assumptions lead the Gemara to question both the opinion of Rav and Shmuel, how they relate to the reality. The Gemara proceeds and says, According to Rav, where the mitzvah of Kiddush has already been fulfilled when uh, Kiddush was recited in Beit HaKneset, why would one have to repeat, and here reflecting on a recognition of a reality that existed, the repetition of Kiddush at home, why would this repetition of Kiddush at home be necessary? And the Gemara responds, according to Rav, the Kiddush at home is recited only The Kiddush at home is recited only to fulfill the mitzvah for the purpose of his children, seemingly his children who are under the age of Chiyuv Mitzvot, the requirement of mitzvot, and therefore may have not been present in Beit HaKneset when the Kiddush was recited, Uvnei Beito, other members of his household, and maybe primarily focusing on Ikar Beito, the main uh, image of the home, the homemaker, namely his wife. But clearly the Gemara is saying, that were all these people to be present in Beit HaKneset, or if one lived alone and returned to his home to have a Shabbat meal on his own, there would be no requirement, according to Rav, to repeat the Kiddush, since the fulfillment of the mitzvah of Kiddush was fulfilled through the Kiddush recited in Beit HaKneset. Then the Gemara proceeds and asks, According to Shmuel, why would I need to make or recite this Kiddush in Beit Knesset if it has no halachic legitimacy and does not fulfill the requirement of Kiddush, then why would I recite the Kiddush in Beit HaKneset? And if we were to want to reinforce that question, I think that what is behind the Gemara's question is if there is no fulfillment of Mitzvah Kiddush, then seemingly reciting this bracha of Birkat Kiddush in Beit Knesset would constitute a bracha levatala. Why would we institute such a custom of reciting something that constitutes 
a bracha levatala. Consequently, the fact that the custom is to recite the Kiddush in Beit Knesset seems to indicate that it would not be a bracha levatala. And the answer offered by Shmuel is la'afuke orchim yedei chovatam da'achlu v'shatu v'ganu v'vei knishta. The purpose was to fulfill the requirement of Kiddush for those guests who resided in the Beit HaKnesset. It seems that at the time of Chazal, it was common that the Beit Knesset being the communal center was not only a place of tefillah, but also constituted in some sense the place where guests who did not have family, did not have friends in a particular place would reside. Whether it was limited only to the poor guests or to others may be debated, but clearly the Gemara reflects that there was a reality of people who resided in Beit HaKnesset. Those people would eat their meal in or at the Beit Knesset, and for them, there was this Kiddush that was recited so that they could fulfill the mitzvah of Kiddush and then proceed to eat their meal. And the Gemara concludes, V'azda Shmuel Da'amal Shmuel Ein Kiddush Ela B'makom Seuda. And Shmuel follows with his principle that ein kiddush ela b'makom suda. Kiddush cannot be fulfilled unless it is recited in conjunction with a meal, with eating some form of suda. Consequently, if we have guests in the Beit Knesset, then there is someone who is reciting or at least fulfilling the mitzvah of Kiddush with a meal. And for their purpose, the Kiddush is recited in Bed Kreset. On the other hand, those people who return to their homes to eat their meal, they do not fulfill their requirement of Kiddush in Beit Kneset because for them it is not a makom seuda, the place, the time of eating the meal, the Kiddush is not in conjunction with Seuda, with eating, and therefore requires that the person repeat Kiddush at home at the time of one's meal. This debate, this discussion between Rav and Shmuel reflects a reality, as I said, that Kiddush was recited in Beit HaKneset, but was not necessarily viewed as something that fulfills the requirement for all present. As a matter of fact, as it seems from the position of Shmuel, it was only valid Kiddush for those who ate at the Beit Knesset. And when we look at the Rambam in Huyichot Shabbat, Perak Chavtet, Halacha Chet, 
The Rambam states, Ein kiddush ela b'makom se'uda. Kiddush must be said in conjunction with a meal. Ketzad lo yikadesh ela b'bayit zeh v'yuchal lo yikadesh b'bayit zeh v'yuchal b'bayit acher. One should not make kiddush in one home, one house, and eat in another. Similarly to what we were discussing here, making kiddush in the Beit Knesset and eating in one's home. Aval im kiddush b'zavit zo ochel b'zavit shniya. Here the Rambam gets into the details if it's one home, one house, and two corners, then that would constitute a Kiddush Makam Suda. And then he completes, Why is Kiddush recited in Beit Knesset? That is for the purpose of the guests who eat and drink there. Namely, the Rambam clearly leads us to a conclusion which exists in a broad sense in halacha, we accept the premise of Shmuel, Ein Kiddush Seuda, and consequently, Kiddush in Beit Knesset is for the purpose of those who have their Seuda in Beit Knesset, who can fulfill this requirement of Kiddush Bemakom Seuda. On a technical level, there is a question here on how could these guests eat in the Beit Knesset, and several responses are given. Uh, Most commonly, the response that they did not necessarily eat their meal in the Beit Knesset itself, but rather ate it in an adjacent room. They would be present there to go eat their meal when the Kiddush was recited in Bet Knesset and they heard the Kiddush, so that the Kiddush was not a bracha levatala because it was meant to fulfill their requirement of Kiddush in conjunction with their meal. They did not eat in the Bet Knesset because it was problematic to eat in a Bet Knesset because of the sanctity, the Kiddusha of a Bet Knesset. And the two adjacent rooms were obviously in such a way that if it, the Kiddush could be heard, it also had some opening or something of the sort, and consequently could be viewed as what we spoke about before, mipina pina, one corner to another, in other words, one larger structure and two different um, corners, two different areas of that structure, and the Kiddush recited in one area is appropriate for those eating in a different area. But the real issue that comes up in reference to this halacha is that if, as we've said, the halachic position is like Shmuel, and therefore, as we saw in the Rambam, the justification for Kiddush in Beit Knesset is only where one will eat a meal in the Beit Knesset or in an adjacent room, then in today's reality that at most times people do not eat in the Beit Knesset, the guests do not reside in the Beit Knesset, then one would seemingly not be able to justify making Kiddush in Beit Knesset.
Yet, most of you are aware that in many communities, primarily communities in the diaspora, in Chotzaretz, Kiddush is recited in as part of the tefillah on Friday night. And the question would therefore be, is this legitimate and on what basis? This particular question has actually been a part of a broader, greater debate amongst the post scheme whether after the cessation of the custom for guests or where guests did not reside in the Beit Knesset, should Kiddush be, be said, be recited in a Beit Knesset? This debate begins already in the Gaonic period, where Rav Hai Gaon is of the opinion that Kiddush should not be recited in Beit Knesset unless there are guests, unless someone is eating in that Beit Knesset. On the other hand, um, we find other Gaonim who justify the custom of eating in Beit Knesset. And we also see that the Rishonim debate the same issue. And that issue is reflected in the Shulchan Aruch as a difference of custom amongst different places. The opinion of those who are opposed to Kiddush and Beit Knesset seems more or less obvious. Since we hold like Shmuel and Kiddush al-Bamakom Su'uda, and there is no Su'uda, there is no meal taking place usually Friday night in the Beit Knesset, then this is not a necessary Kiddush and would seemingly constitute a bracha levatala. Therefore, once the custom no longer exists of eating in the Beit Knesset, then the custom of making Kiddush Friday night should be abolished. Yet, many of the Rishonim attempt to bring some justification some rationale for this custom of reciting Kiddush in Beit Knesset, and they approach it in varied manners. The Rishonim approach, as we said, the um, justification for Kiddush in Beit Knesset today, from different angles. Some of the Rishonim justify it in the sense that there is an alternate purpose in this Kiddush. One alternate purpose is more directly connected to the idea of Kiddush, and that is the necessity for the purpose of someone who may not have wine or for whatever other reason may not recite Kiddush at home, 
Though the ideal Kiddush requires, as we said, Kiddush b'makom Seuda, Kiddush be recited within the framework of Seuda, yet, when we check the basis of Kiddush b'makom Seuda, that is a halacha midrabanan. Midoraita, as we spoke about last time, Kiddush is just the verbalization of the statement of Kedusha. Consequently, when one recites Kiddush, even if it's not the ideal Kiddush as far as its fulfillment, Midrabanan of Kiddush b'makom Seuda, it still fulfills at least the the Oraita requirement of Kiddush. And therefore, for those who might not recite, whether it's something that was more common in past generations, people who may not have the wine to make Kiddush at home, or a situation which be more common today, people who, for lacking religious commitment, may not fulfill the Kiddush at home, they have fulfilled the mitzvah by hearing the Kiddush in Beit Knesset. A different approach that veers the, the idea of the Kiddush into something that is not really Kiddush is that the wine which, which has been sanctified upon in Beit Knesset has some kind of healing trait and brings about a certain refuah, healing in reference to one's body. And it was customary to use this wine to put on the eyes to improve one's vision. Therefore, the Kiddush is recited so that people could use this wine to put a bit of it on their eyes and bring about some healing for their eyes. A different view uh, comes and relates the Kiddush not as coming to resolve other problems, but as something that is justified in of itself, something that uh, stands as is, because originally that was the custom, that was the way that the Friday night service would take place. This approach is found in the Rashbah and his Chuvot. It's quoted by the Beit Yosef in the name of the Rambam's Chuvot. It is also mentioned in several other Rishonim, that we see this as a form of continuing the custom that existed. Though the Bach questions this answer, this approach, the Bach says, what validity is there? The Those who attempt to raise this possibility compare it to certain other cases, such as the bracha me'en sheva, the magen avot, that is said during the Friday night service, which originally 
was instituted for the purpose of those who came late and um, we attempt to create a situation that everyone completes their tefillah at the same time and returns home at the same time. That is something that doesn't exist and the problems that existed with it, the Beit Knesset being out of the city limits, does not exist today. Yet, we say Magen Avot in our Friday night tefillah. Another example used is the example of Shmonesre, the Chazar Tashatz of Shmonesre. Here again, the original Chazar Tashatz was instituted for the purpose of those who could not say the tefillah on their own. They needed to be led by the Shliach Tzibur. Today, when most people can recite the tefillah because it's a structured tefillah, because they're able to read from the Sidur, so they either know it by heart or read it from the Sidur, there seems to be no need for Chazar Tashatz. And yet, Chazar Tashatz is definitely a central part of our tefillah. Therefore, these Rishonim are of the opinion that things that have been instituted as the format in which something is done, when the original reason or cause for that institution does not exist any longer, it does not create a situation where we abandon the custom, but we continue with that custom. Similarly with Kiddush in Beit Knesset, even though we no longer need it for the purpose of the guests, we still continue with the custom of reciting the Kiddush. Comes the Bach and says, how can you compare these two things? The examples given are takanot, decrees of Chachamim, as opposed to the idea of Kiddush, said in Beit Knesset, which is only a custom. Something that has been decreed by Chachamim has a status of its own and stands in its own right even if the reason no longer exists. On the other hand, when it's something that is a custom, we have to see, is this custom a valid custom or not? Is a minhag shtut or not a minhag shtut? And if the minhag does not have validity, then it should be abolished. The truth of the matter is that when we look at the formalization and the wording found in many of these Rishonim who raised this possibility, they do not relate to the Kiddush in Beit Knesset only as a custom, as a minhag, but as a takana, some kind of decree that was formulated. That being the case, at least in their mind, this is something that is much closer to the model of Bracha Mein Sheva or um, Chazar Tashatz, then the Bach was viewing it as. Therefore, we might suggest that just on a technical level, there is an element of continuing the custom as such. But that in itself seems odd. And furthermore, if we were to analyze the comparison 
not from the point of view that the Bach suggested, from the technical element of is it a takana or a minhag, but what the takana actually achieves, here seemingly there is a distinct difference between the two examples given by the Rishonim and the particular issue that we are discussing, the Kiddush. Both the Bracha Me'en Sheva, which forms a sort of Chazarat Hashatz on Friday night, and the Chazarat Hashatz, though they were instituted for particular reasons, they become part of what we might call Matbeat Fila, the format, the formalization of Tfila. Can anyone imagine in their mind a Tfila today in Beit Knesset and Sibur without Chazar Tashatz? The Chazar Tashatz is not just a technical aspect of repeating the Tfila. The Chazar Tashatz goes way beyond it and seemingly in the Rambam might even constitute something of the sort of a Tfilat Hatzibur versus the Tfilat Hayachid. It becomes an integral part of what defines Tfilah. So too the Bracha Me'in Sheva, the Magen Avot. But the Kiddush seemingly is an independent entity. A Kiddush that's made in Beit Knesset. What I'd like to suggest to you, and that idea can be found in Shut Siach Yitzchak, in his understanding, in the name of the Or Zarua, I'd like to suggest is that the truth is the Rashba, the Rambam, the other Rishonim who hold like this, truly view the Kiddush not only as a separate entity of Kiddush, but yes, they'll tell you that it was instituted in the first place because of the necessity for those who are eating the Bet Knesset. But once it was instituted, it became an integral part of Tefillah. It becomes part of the format of Tefillah and Lel Shabbat. Part of the Tefillah of Lel Shabbat, and when we look at the content of Tefillah of Lel Shabbat, it is the idea of reciting the Kedusha of Shabbat. We do not suffice only with reciting the Kedusha of Shabbat in the Tefillat Lachash, the silent Shmon Esrei, but we make a public declaration of that Kedusha as part of the Tefillah with a cup of wine, a cup of wine giving it a particular status as the Orzarua compares it to the cup of wine that is used in um, in the in Kiddushin and Chopah, but it is an essential part of the Tefillah. And maybe the proof of that is that the Kiddush is not recited after we complete the entire Tefillah. It is not recited after Aleinu in those places where it is recited, but it is recited within the Tefillah. It is recited before Aleinu, actually stating that it is part of the tefillah. 
And since we stand before Chanukah, one can find a similar idea in reference to lighting candles in Beit Knesset. There are those who speak about the idea, independent idea, of lighting candles as a pirsume nisa, as a hadlaka betzibur. But Rav Salvechik was rather opposed to this, and he said that if we were in some convention, then it would be inappropriate to light candles, and only within the framework of tefillah. Because part and parcel of the tefillah of Chanukah is the Pirsume Nisa. And therefore the Hadlakat Neirot becomes, and he bases this on the opinion of his grandfather Rabchaim, the becomes the part of tefillah, becomes a Pirsume Nis of the tefillah Betzibur. And his proof there is the fact that the Hadlakat Neirot is done at a time that the Tzibur is still within the framework of Tefillah, has not separated itself from Tefillah, but is part of the Tefillah. We may suggest similarly here that we have that situation, that the Kiddush, which was instituted originally as an independent thing of Kiddush, to fulfill the mitzvah for those who are eating the Bet Knesset, becomes part and parcel of the Matbeah HaTfilah, the format of Tfilah on Friday night, and therefore would not be abolished in the same way as Chazar Tashatz or Magen Avot is not abolished. In any event, L'Halacha, we find already in the Shulchan Aruch that this is a difference of custom, the Shachanar writes, Nohagim lekadesh bevet haKneset. It's customary to say Kiddush bevet haKneset, and then later on he um, speaks about Ve'en lekadesh leitomin ayin. One should not taste it, the wine, but give it to the children. Then Kiddush ela bemakom seuda umiikara lo nitkan ela bishvil orchim. This was meant originally for the guest. Ta'achli v'shate bevet knishta. Now, even though guests do not eat in the Beit Knesset, we don't abolish the Takana as we spoke about. This is the rationale of those who do make Kiddush in Beit Knesset. It's preferable not to make Kiddush, as the opinion of those who said eh, the custom should be abolished, v'chein minhag Eretz Yisrael. And so is the minhag in Eretz Yisrael. And then we find the statement of the Raman, we conclude with this, v'nahagu la'amod b'sha'ashem akadshim b'veit ha-knesset. The Kiddush in Beit ha-knesset should be recited standing. Again, a very clear indication. The Raman who is expressing the minhag of Bnei Chutz Laaretz and not the minhag of Bnei Eretz Yisrael, and is saying that Lobatla Takana, that the decree does not get abolished, sees it as becoming part of the Matbeah Tfila, the format of Tfila on Friday night. Tfila is something that is said standing. Kiddush at home, which is part of the Seuda, might actually require sitting. Kiddush and Beit Knesset, which is part of the tefillah, should be said standing.